Welcome to Star Wars by the MRC Tech, the mini version, where Sean will bring you bite-sized episodes to enjoy throughout the week. So sit back, relax, and welcome to the galaxy. Episode 19, everyone, and welcome to Star Wars by the MRC Tech. I am your host, Sean, and we are happy to have you as we travel through the unknown regions. We're recording on May 11th, and because we know your time is precious, we're going to be creating bite-sized portions of this podcast for you to enjoy over the course of the week. Normally a lengthy episode, we're going to trim it down to a short and bite-sized versions so you can listen while you wash the dishes, take the dog for a walk, or clean the cockpit. Star Wars by MRC Techos bite Size for the next few weeks. So sit back, enjoy the quick-hitting episode, and let's cover the agenda. On episode 19.1, we're going to be covering our hyperspace spot, and it is chock full of good news for you. So listen up, fam. EA announces a new franchise. I wonder what it could be. Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga has its release date. We travel to the TV shows where Dave Filoni gives an update on Rebel Season 5. We have new Kenobi rumors and a special exclusive Mandalorian potential announcement for Season 2. In segment 19.2, there's a little Twitter discussion going around concerning Sam Witwer and Luke from The Last Jedi. We're going to be discussing that in detail. We're going to recap some of the Rise of Skywalker Jr. novel and all the cool details there. And we'll finally wrap up with our Disney gallery reaction so far. If you're new to the podcast or you need a reminder, you can support the podcast through donations using PayPal. Support the show so we can maintain equipment and bring even better content to you. Head on over to themrctech.com for more information. If you like game streams, come on out and join me as I play through a series of games on Twitch. We're live streaming on Twitch as we speak, MRC Tech. Twitch.tv backslash MRC Tech. Follow the channels, like the page, join the chat, have fun. That's what it's all about. Uh, during this pandemic, we want you to be entertained, and this is just another way to distract yourself from the craziness out in the world. So without further ado, let's jump on in to our hyperspace spot. Ready? Punch it. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is a first title in an entirely new franchise. During an earnings call, according to, according to Fanthatracks.com, EA CEO Andrew Wilson said that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is the first title in an entirely new franchise. This is the first official confirmation that Jedi Fallen Order isn't a one-off adventure. This isn't too surprising considering the success the game has had experienced uh, critically and financially since its release. During an investor call last year, CFO Blake Jorgensen said that Jedi Fallen Order significantly beat our expectations and was expected to sell 10 million units. So it seems... Like, Jedi Fallen Order is absolutely going to live in the galaxy for at least a few more games. Where they could take it, that is the question. Uh, they recently released some DLC, free DLC out of nowhere, 
combat mode, some more skins and cosmetics and what have you. And now I'm intrigued to go back and play it again. I do want to actually play the game on a story mode where I can pay attention to the, uh, the, the environment and find all the secrets and just kind of not have to worry about getting my ass handed to me every five seconds and dying. I'm not really interested in that anymore. I did my due diligence. I beat that sucker on Grand Jedi Master, whatever it's called, and I don't have to really worry about that anymore. So that's a good thing. So I love that the Jedi Fallen Order franchise is going to continue, and I love that we're going to either get more in the realm of this uh, timeline, or we're going to get more Cal Kestis, or somehow in something in between. We don't know. That's going to be very interesting. It's always hard to weave a story inside a story that has already been told. Uh, but Jedi Fallen Order did a really good job of bringing in characters that we knew. Saul Guerrera, uh, Tarful, um, Second Sister, you know, all that good stuff. And even Vader at the end. Spoiler alert. You should have watched my YouTube video before this. Uh, but it, it should be pretty cool. I don't really have any predictions thus far of where it could go, but I imagine that it'll try its best to connect it. Maybe it's a future one where Cal survived everything, and now it's post-Return of the Jedi, and I don't know. He meets up with Boba Fett. Who, who knows? Who knows? It's, it's all up in the air, but we'll definitely monitor it and report anything to you if we find anything new. Another game announcement. Update, according to Far Away News, at Far, Far Away News number one on May 7th. Announced on StarWars.com, the Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga will officially be released on October 20th. May, uh, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. So we've got like five-ish months, like half a year until October, which is really cool. Looking forward to to definitely playing the Skywalker Saga. It's got new modes in it. It's got, I think, 500 characters. I haven't played a LEGO game like this in quite a bit. I was, I think I almost bought the Force Awakens LEGO game, and I was like, you know what, let me wait. I'd rather kind of buy everything at one time. I definitely bought the complete trilogy, I think, back on GameCube? No, that doesn't feel right. It could be GameCube, could be PlayStation. I don't really remember. It doesn't matter. Point is, we'll be getting this for sure, either for PC or for the Nintendo Switch. We'll see what happens when it shakes down moving into the tv series news star wars rebels creator dave filoni effectively squashes persistent rumors that season five of the beloved animated series is in the cards speaking with deadline in light of star wars the clone wars ending Filoni was asked about the possibility of Star Wars Rebels Season 5. The series creator didn't mince words and said that he doesn't have any intention of releasing another outing for the Disney XD animated show. He explained it told the complete story he intended, so there's really no reason for an extra year. And I quote from Dave Filoni, No, not really. I was really happy with how that series turned out. And I feel like we got to tell a complete story there. It's one of the things that really drove me to thinking, well... It would be great to have a complete feeling like that for Clone Wars. So now that we have both, it's really great. I think that there's always potential for stories that involve the characters from Rebels, which is maybe a better way to put it. They've all earned their place in the galaxy, so to speak, so I'm sure there's more of them to do. If you haven't watched Rebels, it's probably something I'll end up re-watching and covering on the podcast uh, because not a lot of people have watched Rebels, and I think it's a very good series. Disney XD is a kid's channel 
for sure. Uh, it is definitely aimed at kids, but the themes in that uh, storyline are outstanding. I like the animation at the time. I like the animation better than the Clone Wars animation, uh, except for Season 7. I thought Season 7's Clone Wars animation was top-notch. Um, I really connected with the characters, Ezra, Kanan. No, it was the first time. Honestly, it's almost the first... I think it was the first new canon novel that came out called A New Dawn, and that was the first time we met some of these characters, you know, and then they sort of expanded upon themselves. And honestly, the end of season four leaves it very open. You know, no spoilers here, but a couple of our characters that were, you know, had major roles to play are in the unknown. Elsa is excited. They are into the unknown. We don't actually know what happens to them. And there's always the potential of them coming back. So, although Dave Filoni squashes it now, that doesn't mean that it'll never happen in another medium. We'll just have to find out. Staying in the TV news, and this is a crazy rumor, and for the life of me, I hope it comes true. According to, again, uh, LRM Online, not really familiar with the source. I guess we'll take it with a grain of salt. Definitely a rumor. Hayden Christensen to reprise his role as Anakin Skywalker in the Kenobi series. This is a top-shelf rumor, not confirmed. I'll just read the first uh, paragraph here. It looks like Disney or Hayden Christensen are not done with the Skywalker saga. After all, with the recent success of the last season of The Clone Wars and the love for the prequels continuing to grow, it seems that Disney wants to capitalize on this wave. Our source, which is a big question mark, shared with me that producers are currently in talks with Hayden Christian to reprise his role as Anakin Skywalker in the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus series. How big of the role is still being debated? So let the theories begin. My guess is that we would see Anakin in some sort of dream sequence that Obi-Wan would have. I like it. While this may sound crazy, this would not be the first time Hayden Christian has returned as a role. Remember at the end of The Rise of Skywalker, we heard his voice? Absolutely. Our source mentioned... That this would be, of course, neither confirmed nor denied by everyone at Disney and Lucasfilm, including Hayden. The plan is to announce the news at Star Wars Celebration, along with Rosario Dawson being cast as the live-action version of Sogatano. This makes sense on why Star Wars Celebration has not been canceled yet. Pretty interesting stuff. Again, it's only a rumor. Uh, secretly, and not even secretly, I've publicly announced this before, that I kind of wish Hayden Christensen was in The Rise of Skywalker somehow as a, as a, a Force ghost coming back to help Rey you know, defeat Palpatine once and for all. I think that would have been really, 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 really great. But at the same time, I don't know if that would have taken away stuff from Return of the Jedi and what he did there and just a bunch of stuff and things like that. But it was nice to hear his voice in The Rise of Skywalker to really tidy up everything. Well, as tidy as it can make without it getting toxic, of course. But if Hayden Christensen came back for a one or two episode arc, in the Disney Plus series, people would love it. They would be all over that, and I'm all over it myself. So I, I'm all I'm on board. Hating Christensen, we'll see you on screen. Finally, in our TV series and uh, news section, something that is more confirmed than not that's been going around, making its rounds, is that the Mandalorian Tamura, sorry about that, Morrison returns to Star Wars universe to play Boba Fett. And I'm going to add, maybe. The actor played the famed, famed bounty hunter's father in 2002 Star Wars Attack of the Clones. The Mandalorian is bringing a familiar helmet back to Star Wars Galaxy. Tamira Morrison, who played Jango Fett in 2002 Star Wars Attack of the Clones, will appear in Season 2 
of the Disney Plus Star Wars series. Sources say Morrison will play Boba Fett, the famed bounty hunter who first appeared on the big screen in 1980's Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back and who seemingly died in 83's Return of the Jedi as he fell into the Sarlacc pit. Actor Jeremy Bullock portrayed the character in the original trilogy. Boba Fett is expected to play just a small role in Season 2 of the series after the character was teased in the Season 1 episode, The Gunslinger. That is a theory and a rumor and not confirmed. When a mysterious figure sporting the bounty hunter's trademark spurs approached the apparently lifeless body of Fennec Shand. I'll have to rewatch it again, but come on now. Come on now. In Attack of the Clones, one of the storylines revolved around the discovery of a secret army of clones. The clones were copies of Django, and you know the story. I don't really need to explain where Django Fett comes from. The Mandalorian Season 2 is slated to bow in October. And one thing about that is that Bob Chapik has come out, who's the CEO of Disney, has stated that the Mandalorian will not experience any delays and that it will be coming out in October as well. So not only do we get the Skywalker saga on Lego in October, we get the Mandalorian Season 2 in October. And man, is this podcast going to be busy, and I love it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Morrison appeared in 2018's Aquaman as Tom Curry, father to Jason Momoa's hero, and had a role in the last year's Dora and the Lost City of Gold. He has kept his connection to Star Wars by voicing Django and Boba Fett, as well as other characters in various Star Wars video games. This is a solid move, and uh, on Twitter I've noticed very lots of positivity to it, and I've also noticed a lot of nostalgic pitfalls to it. Uh, the positivity is that you know, finally we get Boba Fett back. You know, <laughs> it's amazing uh, how people hang on to a character that had very little to do with the story outside of you know, a few minutes on screen, and this legend has been created. And then it, he was seemingly killed off and hasn't been heard of in a long, long, long time. Now, there's a little mention of Boba Fett. I've said this before in the Aftermath series written by Chuck Wendig. It's not a direct reference, but it does reference green Mandalorian armor found on Tatooine. If the Mandalorian Season 2 brings him back, that would certainly be in line with both the book and the uh, timeline of the five years post-Return of the Jedi. It all would make sense. It would all fit in. There would be no retconning of stuff or no detail adjustments or anything like that. It makes sense to me. Another, another thing that this actor could be playing is Rex. Uh, there's a rumor that uh, a Rebel show, a future sequel to the Rebel show, I don't really know what it's called, will have some sort of sequence where Rex will be taken back to the to Camino to reverse the aging mechanism that the clones experienced to grow them up fast so they could fight. Uh, apparently, age Rex, Rex ages twice as fast as a normal rate. So he could very well be 70, 75 years old in this movie. Or maybe we get the double dose. With the rumor of Ahsoka being in Mandalorian Season 2, it makes sense that Rex would accompany her. Do we get two characters for the price of one in Morrison playing both of them? These are all great rumors. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I've definitely d d talked about it with some of my buddies and just thinking the potential possibilities. But the qu big question is... If you, big, if you bring back three characters that seemingly have been in more mediums than uh, Pedro Pascal's Din Djarin himself, will that overlook The Mandalorian? Or because we already have a season of The Mandalorian, will it actually matter? It all depends on the roles they play, I guess. It all depends on how they portray. Uh, you know, does Mandalorian... 
take a seat back? Does he learn something from Boba? Uh, does he meet Ahsoka? And Rex is just there as an ancillary character for a moment? I don't know. You know, it's, 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 it's super cool. Uh, but, you know, another interesting part about where the Mandalorian's timeline exists is that Luke Skywalker also exists in this timeline. And that he already has his Jedi Temple established. And Ben Solo is around five years old. So Luke is searching for artifacts, I guess. He's trying to figure out some things. He's trying to get his temple together. He's finding four sensitive beings. Do we get, like, Sebastian Stan playing young Luke Skywalker? Sebastian Stan? I think that's him. Winter Soldier? I think. I think that's him. Anyway, it would be very interesting. But would that overlook the Mandalorian storyline? And would it be too much nostalgia? And, and would that be a negative? I don't really know. It's interesting, but feel free to leave me a message on anchor.fm. It'll be in the show notes, and we can discuss this. I will bring back a little bit more communication, a little comms chatter. If you want to discuss any of the points, you want to ask a question, you want to kind of recap some of this stuff, in the show notes, right on anchor.fm. I think you can do it from your phone if you download the Anchor app. Uh, or you can just send me a voice chat through Instagram. Or you can send it to me on Facebook. Whatever you want to do, write an email too. A little voice memo, send an email. Sean at mrctechlsc.com. Whatever you want to do. But uh, That effectively ends our hyperspace spot for the first segment. Stay tuned later this week. We'll come back with segment two, 19.2, with a little bit more of a deep dive into other topics. But thanks for listening. And as they say, in a galaxy far, far away, may the Force be with you. Star Wars by MRC Tech, created by Sean, found on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, can be streamed from mrctechllc.com. Follow Sean and MRC Tech on all the socials. Search out MRC Tech and you will surely find them. Catch all the exciting Star Wars action in a podcast form. But don't forget, MRC Tech also streams content like games and Lego builds and is also a tech specialist. Reach out if you ever need help. Music provided by Incompetech, the Baltic House Orchestra, Pandemics, and ChillHop.com. Copyrighted 2020. Cheers, and may the Force be with you.